You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says you were created on purpose for a purpose, and that purpose is your superpower. And joining me on today's show is Trasetta Alexander, and she helps women of faith clarify and monetize their kingdom purpose so that they can create the abundant life and business that they desire. Now, on today's show, she's going to share Face Your Fears and Have Trust in Him. The safest place on earth for us to be is where Jesus is, as well as, of course, purpose is your superpower. So, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie, for having me. It is a pleasure to be on with you today. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, I love the topic that you're going to talk about because so many of us are online. You read the conversations and, of course, in faith-based groups often talk about purpose and identifying our purpose and living out our purpose. There's a whole lot of challenges in that. First of all, of course, is knowing what is my purpose. But before we dive into all of that good stuff, would love to give you an opportunity of uh, to give you a, a an overview or give us an overview of your journey and how you got into the business was it something that came easy for you or has it been a a journey shall we say so it definitely has been a journey however I have always had an entrepreneurial spirit like Mm -hmm. I knew growing up that I wanted to have a business someday in fact as a teenager I wanted to actually own a nightclub that was geared towards teens because it was an untapped population because we didn't really have a place to go and dance and have fun except for at our high school dances yeah so I thought that's what we need to do Um, and so I had that drive early on but I like many people have weaved and bobbed through various careers different industries and ended up finally officially launching into this journey of entrepreneurship kind of by accident mm-hmm. um, <laughs> i my first business was a furniture refinishing business called upcycled and it started because i needed a nightstand in my bedroom and i thought you know the whole chalk painted furniture painted furniture was all the rage and i and i kept thinking i could do that and so I went to a thrift store, bought a piece of nightstand for eight bucks mm-hmm. and spent the next few weeks transforming it. And I enjoyed it so much. It was so cathartic for me that I started doing other pieces. And it got to the point where my husband was, was like, our living room is starting to look like a flea market. <laughs> what are you going to do with all this stuff? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll sell it. And so my business first started because of that, just because I, I, you know, on a, on a whim, my husband frustrated with me because of all the stuff in our living room. Um, but a, 
as I started launched the business and started really getting into it, making sales and things, I was getting frustrated because mm -hmm. I didn't know everything. You know, I worked in an office environment for my entire career and there were a lot of things that I didn't know and I didn't have anyone to consult. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're first launching out in business, a lot of times you're in business for yourself, but you're also in business by yourself. And I missed having that team environment like I had in my nine to five. And um, so I reached out to several other women who had businesses or wanted to start businesses and said, hey, is this a struggle that you have? How do you feel about us coming together once a month to meet and talk about our businesses, support one another? And so I ended up launching Sister Spotters mm. as a support group. Uh, for women of faith to just come together and support one another in business and in life. And probably about nine months in, I started really getting a greater vision for what it could be. Mm. And so I, you know, I was, I was praying, seeking God because I felt this duality um, to myself. I had the business side of me, but then I also had this ministry side of me. I'm an ordained minister. I am uh, my husband and I pastor a church. And so I felt this kind of pull between my two selves. Yeah. And eventually the Lord really reconciled that within me and said, you know, business is your ministry, mm -hmm. right? Whatever it is that you are called to do, whatever your purpose is, that is your ministry. Some people is, it is in the pulpit. Some people it is in the, you know, quote unquote church setting. But for a lot of people, it is in the marketplace place and that is what their ministry is. That is what their purpose is intended to do. And it's no less than a pastor or a preacher or a Sunday school teacher. Mm -hmm. It is what you are called to do. And when we all show up and do our part, then we impact the kingdom for the betterment. Yes. I love how you've shared that story because as you are sharing that, I, I can recall a couple of conversations I've had with uh, various colleagues of mine who have also gone through and perhaps are still in the midst of that struggle of that duality. They want to be involved in ministry and then they are also um, created with this entrepreneurial mindset. I love the way that you've said that you've seen it in you right at a young age and often as entrepreneurs we see uh, uh, gaps in the market or something that's not being done very well or as you said you recognized when you were younger that there was no um, you know no dance area and so you think I'm going to create that and often we do that it's not it, it's just in us. Would you say looking back over your life and God works so incredibly brilliantly this way you can Definitely. see how you can almost take this invisible thread and weave it all together because every circumstance, situation, season, even in the hardest of trials, you can see it built in us what we now need to use and leverage. And had we not gone through that, we would never have that, that ability, that strength. And sometimes it is just trusting more and being patient more, which we can certainly talk about in a moment. But do you see yeah. that in your own life? Absolutely, absolutely. And the thing that really, um, you know, for a long time, Amory, I, I was really and truly sleepwalking through life. And I didn't even know that I was sleepwalking through life. Mm. I was living in a state of fear and didn't even recognize it. I thought everything was gravy. You know, I thought it was, life was good. You know, I wasn't super wealthy. I wasn't super, 
you know, quote unquote, super successful, but I had, I had a good life, mm. um, a happy marriage, a wonderful child, you know, good relationships with my family, you know, life was good. And then I was diagnosed with breast cancer mm. and that was a wake up call for me. And when you're faced with your own mortality, it does something to you. And all of a sudden, it's like scales fell from my eyes. And I realized that, listen, you've, you've just been sleepwalking through life. There are desires and passions within you that you've been allowing to sit dormant because mm -hmm. of fear. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it just gave me this boldness. It gave me this bravery, um, almost a sense of fearlessness to go forward. And if I fall flat on my face, then I just fall flat on my face. Yes. I don't want to leave this place without having poured out all, mm. given my all, you know, like being that alabaster box and being broken so that all that is in me can come out for the glory of God. Yes. Wow. And, you know, you said here, and, and we're going to talk about this, you know, facing our fears and having trust in him. And so someone may be listening and watching uh, this today and thinking, oh, have I been going through life with with blinders on too? And not that we want a, a situation such as what happened to you, of course, but sometimes God uses those situations to have us kind of take that step back and then go, okay, what's going on here? And we know that when we lean on him, um, you know, strength will come from him too. So take us back to, to around that time because you say have trust in him. What sort of insights did you learn and that you can impart today? Perhaps there were some Bible verses that you would often turn to share more about this if you would okay so I actually ended up um, having a very interesting experience as it after a few weeks after I was diagnosed with breast cancer I was 40 years old at the time and um, it was just about five weeks before my 41st birthday mm. and I went through a myriad of emotions, which I'm sure anyone could understand. And I knew that I was going to have, you know, I was going to have to do something to build my faith mm -hmm. for the journey ahead of me. And I, I just instinctively knew that, okay, I need to face another fear. Mm -hmm. Like I need to face something that scares me, um, in order for me to really strengthen my level of faith, my strength and my level of trust in him. And so I decided to go zip lining. <laughs> I was definitely afraid of heights for so long. Mm. And I figured, you know what, why not face that fear and go, we have a place here where I live in Tallahassee, Florida in the US called the Tree to Tree Adventures. And it's basically like a obstacle course up in the trees and mm -hmm. there's a couple zip lines included in there and so I decided to go and do that and I wanted my husband to go with me it was you know it was I went on my birthday and I wanted him to go with me let's do this as a celebratory thing and he was like no that's fine you go on I'll be here when you get back but it was really poetic or um and I think that was destiny mm -hmm. because it also showed me how while you have people with you 
along the journey of life and through these difficult situations, there are some things you have to walk out yourself. Mm. Even though you have people with you, there, there are some places they cannot go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the first thing is that, you know, there's just some places people can't go with you. You have to go just you and God trusting him. And um, the way that the obstacle course was built, you had this a harness and you climb up into the tree and there's a really, really thick wire that you strap your harness in to go through the course um, as well as the zip line. Well, it's tree to tree. So yeah. when you got to a tree, there was a barrier and you had to unhook from the safety line. You had two class. Mm-hmm. And so you had to unhook one class and attach it to the tree to go around and and then you unhook the other one and attach it to the tree. You go around the tree and then you link back in on the other side. But you, they instructed us during training, only unhook one class at a time. Always keep one hook attached to that safety line. Yeah. No matter what. And the mind is really an amazing thing because I knew with everything within me that I'm attached to this safety line Mm -hmm. that if I lost my footing I was not going to fall this the harness would catch me and I would just dangle but my body responded my physical man responded to what I saw in the natural and it looked like, you know, if I looked down, I knew I was 60 feet up in the air and that, you know, and my body was like, if my foot slips, I'm going to fall yeah. and injure myself or possibly kill myself. But I was attached to the safety line. Mm. And, um, and it just helped me to see that when you are connected to God, mm-hmm. you're always safe. Yeah. When you're hooked into him, when you stay connected to him, you are always safe. But it doesn't mean that fear won't show up. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're not going to see what's happening around you and not have a re- an emotional reaction mm-hmm. to what's happening in the natural. But you have to maintain your spirit. Let your spirit man be the one to guide you. And uh, it's through kind of that process that I saw that analogy of Peter coming to the Lord, walking, you know, when he was walking on the water and he said, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. And Mm -hmm. Jesus said, come. And Peter gets out of the boat and walks on the water. He does something no one has ever done before Mm -hmm. in his entire, in, in the entire history of the world. And everyone in the boat had the same opportunity. Mm -hmm. And we tend to focus on the fact that Peter sank, Mm -hmm. but we forget about the fact that he did walk the water. Yes. And it, it just showed me how where the people and the disciples that were still in the boat thought that was the safest place for them to be. Mm -hmm. But really and truly, Peter was the safest one because he was with the Lord. Yeah. 
I love that story too. And it beautifully segues into um, the second point you want to talk about, which you just shared, you know, the safest place on earth for us is to be where Jesus is. And of course, the story you talk about, as soon as Peter started to get distracted about what was going on and, and, and took his eyes off Jesus, that of course is where we sank. And how often do we do that, don't we, when things are happening around the place and our fear becomes greater than the fact that, you know what, we are connected uh, yes. to God. So share what started to happen when you realized this more and more I guess you got to the point where a fear this is what happens to me often a fear will come up and it goes you know what I'm all good I'll pray about it I'll um, recite in my mind I'll think about a verse that often brings me comfort so what started to happen for you um, well I had I had peace hmm. there was a peace there was just an inner knowing um, from I, I increased my time of fellowship and worship with the Lord, because I, you know, I knew that it was the scripture talks about in him, it is in our weakness that his strength is made perfect. Mm -hmm. And so I just really leaned on his strength in my time where I felt weak. And, um, and so it, it was just, my mind just went completely and totally blind. <laughs> well, spending, well, the safest place on earth for us is to be where Jesus oh is. Um, so spending yes. more time with him, absolutely. Yes. Uh, so the scripture. I, yes. So yeah. I, was, I started spending more time with him. And whenever I, I went, of course, I went to the word and found, you know, I, I focused on healing scriptures. Mm. <clears throat> Um, specifically, you know, in Isaiah, where it talks about that he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. That was my main scripture mm. that I held on to, and um, and so I would just go back to the word whenever Satan tried to breathe in my ear um, that I wasn't going to survive, that I wasn't going to make it. Mm. Then I just went back to mm, no, that's not what the word says about it. And, you know, I fought the same way Jesus did. You know, I, I went back to the word and someday, you know, some days it was easier than others. You know, I had my, you know, my days of breakdown, but, but there was just this true sense of peace. God was with me mm. in a very tangible way during that season. It's difficult to really even put into words. There was just this knowing and everyone around me was like, they were worried about me because they thought that I was in denial. I was taking it so well mm. that they thought I was in denial. Like, how are you so calm? How are you holding it? And I'm like, I, I'm, I just believe, I yeah. just have faith that God is going to be with me. And I'm, you know, I'm going to come out on the other side, just fine. And even when I was in the hospital, the people who were caring for me, one of the one of the charge nurses, the day shift charge nurse who was caring for me was the daughter of the pastor who married my husband and I. Wow. Um, one of the personal care aides was also, was a minister and she would, whenever she'd walk the floors and stuff, she would come in and she'd be singing hymns mm. and spiritual songs. And um, even, you know, so the chaplain, like literally I had, I was completely in totally surrounded by mm. other people of faith and I had you know it, it had to be him mm. it had to be there's no other explanation than 
God placed exactly who needed to be there to care for his child while I was going through this difficult situation. And I had very little pain. I went home um, on Tylenol. I had pain meds, but I didn't take it. Um, I had a bilateral mastectomy. So I had both of my breasts removed and had drainage tubes and um, I had immediate, so I had immediate reconstruction, but I went home taking Tylenol. I took Tylenol for like three days and that was it. I I was, you know, on no pain pet and it was just, and I was back, I lead worship at our church and I was back leading worship two weeks later. Granted, I had a chair, (laughs) I was sitting in a chair singing, (laughs) but I was back leading, you know, I was back leading worship just two weeks Mm -hmm. later. And it was, it was all God. There was just a peace. There was a grace that he gave me for the situation that I was facing. And now I use that to Mm. keep, you know, to share with other people. I share with, share about it all the time because I don't want other people to go through some sort of major life event like I did to wake up. Mm. They can use my situation to wake up from. Yes, yes. And for those people who do find themselves in a situation such as yourself, the hope uh, and peace and comfort that you experienced through the things that you shared and and what you did and and obviously that God was there is such a great reminder and something that you said about, you know, we are all able to walk on water. Um, We all have access to that you know, um, God's um, love and, and, and comfort and peace is, is extended to us all, for us all. We just need to, to recognize that because so often what exactly. we do is we allow the fear, the situation to blind what is already yeah. given to us as a gift, isn't it? Yeah. It's amazing. Let's yeah. talk about purpose is your superpower. Would you say that, have got, that going through this experience just opened your eyes also to, to more of where the Lord has really placed you in your purpose? Yes, absolutely. Um, I knew that I've always had a pat, you know, I'm a woman, so I've always had a passion for women, but specifically I've, and, and of course, you know, hindsight is 2020. So looking back, going back to the question earlier where you were talking about the thread, mm. I recall for the majority of my life being able to talk to someone or see the greatness in others. Mm. I have this ability to see the potential in others and speak directly to that power, speak directly to that potential within them, even if they don't see it themselves. Mm. And so this experience really gave me the guts to actually pursue that and really go full in, play full out in what I believe the Lord was calling me to do. Mm. And um, I mean, it's been a mm, uh, kind of a windy road. Mm-hmm. I'll say it that way. It's been a little bit of a windy road where I'm not really sure if I'm going the right direction, where, where I've had to make some pivots and, um, and, or make some U-turns and go back to where I left God because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we do that. We, we <laughs> As entrepreneurial, some- we get an idea and off we go and the Lord's just standing back and going, just going to wait till you circle back around. Wait, where'd he go? <laughs> where are you, Lord? And he's like, um, I'm way back. Yeah, here that was I not heard. the turn I had destined for you. This is the one here. <laughs> yes. And, um, and so uh, it, it's my purpose has come alive in really 
showing others the way to their purpose. Mm. And I have really seen, there's so many people talking about purpose. Purpose really kind of um, is a us talking about purpose. It's kind of a new thing. Mm. Um, we really, really started talking about it after um, Rick Warren's book, The Purpose Driven Life mm. came out. And shortly after, I think about a year later is when we had the um, 9-11 happened. And so there was just like this surge, you know, like, why am I here? Mm. And so we really started talking about this subject of, you know, what is the reason that God has placed me here? And I have really discovered that while there's all this material out there that is or all these different questions that you can ask yourself. I even have a guide that I created, a little workbook that I created to help people to, you know, clarify their purpose. But mm. ultimately, we already know innately what our purpose is. Mm. What's happened is we've squished it down. We've silenced it mm-hmm. because it's so big. It's so great within us that it frightens us to the point where we're paralyzed. Yeah. And so the number one piece of advice that I give to my clients and the people that I talk to who are unsure is go to God. Mm. He's the one who gave, he created you for the purpose and he's the one who has the plan. So go to him in prayer because clarity is going to come from within the spirit of God in you. It's not going to come from the outward. Mm. It's going to come from within you. The other things, the other tools are good to help you kind of weed out things, but really and truly that clarity is going to come from him. Yeah. Something that I've learned along the the journey too is, is definitely seek him first because he will reveal and to take action because it's often in the stripping away that we get clarity as well. That didn't quite work. But within that I've realized because I've gone through that whole journey where it's like this, (laughs) it comes round and round (laughs) and round that as we know, God wastes nothing. And it's in all of those experiences that he says, right now, everything that you've created is going to help you and this is the direction that we're going because sometimes what we do is we do take it to prayer and we read the scripture and we sit there waiting. God, reveal it to me. I'm waiting. God says, get into action, yeah. you know, and and, and 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 increase in faith and just keep doing what it is. Because sometimes we've got gifts and strengths that he's given yes. us. And a lot of those times, um, we dull those too. But I think as we continue to move forward, it will be, certainly will be revealed. Oh, I just loved what you've shared. Share with a little bit more, if um, you would please, how people can connect with you. What's the best way? Um, if you don't mind, I just want to, you, yes. you had, I was about to jump out of my chair, Anne-Marie, because <laughs> let me tell you, just yesterday morning, I was waking up and the Lord started speaking to me something. And I knew if I did get up right then and yeah. write it down, that I was going to forget it. And what he was telling me is that waiting is not the same thing as stopped. Mm. Waiting is an active um, it's an action word. Waiting is an action yeah, word. It is. And a it's lot a of times we say we're a lot of times we say we're waiting on God and we're not in action. Mm. We are stopped. Yes. Um, we're not doing anything. But if you think about driving a car, when you stop at a light or at a stop sign, you don't turn the car off, take the key out, and get out of the car. Mm. You sit there ready to go waiting for the opportunity you are sitting there in preparation for the opportunity to move forward Mm -hmm. and so wait we got to get out of this saying i'm waiting on god no you're not Mm. (laughs) 
you're stalling. Yeah, because sometimes we use that as an excuse um, that the Lord says, I actually need you to take that step of faith to see, you know, and and he'll meet us there with with um, with outcomes or insights that, as you say, just blow your expectations. So, yeah, I love that you shared that. Thank you. So, yes, for for everyone who's listening and watching today is thinking, I'd love to find out more about Trisetta. How can they get in contact with you? Um, well, the best way is through um, through social media. I'm Trisetta Alexander on all platforms. Primarily, I'm on IG and um, Facebook, but also through my website, which is TrisettaAlexander.com. Try to keep things simple. Um, mm. So those are the the best ways to reach me. Um, you can inbox me on Facebook. I'm always on my Facebook Messenger. Yeah, fantastic. One of the things I love to do, and I know we're running late, so hopefully my guests, I've, I've messaged you. I know we had some technical issues um, beforehand, but I would love to, to finish um, today with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today, Tresetta? Oh, absolutely. Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you for an opportunity to speak with Tresetta today and hear her share her testimony and her journey. Father, you, there may be someone watching or listening today that is going through their own situation with their health or questioning um, yeah, their purpose. Father, we just hope and pray that through hearing Tresetta's story that they have um, renewed um, their faith, that they can continue to renew their faith, turn to you, read the scripture and really know that the comfort and the peace that Tresetta has experienced and continues to experience as she moves forward, that it is available for them as well. Father, yeah. we just want to uphold Tresetta in our, in our thoughts and our prayers, continue to bless her. Father, thank you for the healing that you have uh, bestowed upon her in her life as she went through her um, situation. Father, we just want to thank you for for um, for the support that you've continued to extend her. Father, we just want to pray a blessing over her business, um, a strengthening in, 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 and, and an increase in, in her words and in the visibility and exposure so that other people who are stuck, other people who are stuck in their fear that are stopping them from living out the purpose and the destiny that you have already claimed is theirs. Father, we yes, pray that Lord. they too will hear this message and that they too will have the scales fall from their eyes yes. so that they can truly see what is available in and through you uh, already yes, destined Lord. for them. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you Thank so you much so for much. coming on the show. As I said, technology yeah. can sometimes just like, but we just, uh, yeah, continue to share that message. And, and I'm so grateful that we had an opportunity to speak today. So thank you once again Thanks, for coming Marie. on the show. My pleasure. Thanks again for having me, Anne-Marie. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training.